full interview with President Zelensky this Sunday on CBS. Many Americans are full of pride after Ketanji Brown-Jackson's confirmation to the Supreme Court, among them Gavin Moses, who lives near Boston. There's more than hope that the ceiling is broken and that we can be and do anything we want to. Judge Jackson will be the first black woman justice. She'll celebrate with President Biden in the Rose Garden this afternoon. Deadly flames have swept through a building in the Midwest. Firefighters in Kansas City, Missouri, rescued 15 people, nine of them children, from an early morning apartment building fire. Nino Bruno is the city's deputy fire chief. Steers were burned out, so we had to rescue off the back balconies and the side windows. Fire suppression did a phenomenal job uh, this morning. Two of the children are in critical condition. Five of the adults are in serious condition. The cause of the fire is under investigation. Jim Crisula, CBS News. The first completely privately funded and crewed mission is scheduled to blast off for the International Space Station today. Mission Commander Michael Lopez Alegria says three paying passengers are not joyriding, but rather doing eight days of science and educational outreach on the space station. They have each teamed up with, say, research organizations from their geographic areas and put together a suite of experiments that they'll be conducting on orbit. Lopez Alegria flew four times for NASA. He's also a former station commander, now working for Axiom Space, which bought the flight on behalf of the three men from the U.S., Canada, and Israel. Peter King, CBS News at the Kennedy Space Center. Tiger Woods scheduled to tee off at the Masters at 1.41 p.m. Eastern after shooting an impressive one under 71 par in the opening round yesterday. S&P futures up one. This is CBS News. There's always something new under the sun. CBS Mornings, weekdays on CBS. Moments like making my kids my famous meatballs mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer or MBC, which is breast cancer that has spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrantz, Palbociclib. Ibrantz 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for postmenopausal women or for men with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrantz and visit Ibrantz.com. Ibrantz may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrantz may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before before taking Ibrantz, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. Jury deliberations are entering a fifth day in the kidnapping case involving Michigan's governor. The four men accused of plotting to abduct Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer and blow up a bridge to prevent police and others from reaching her were upset with her COVID restrictions early in the pandemic. That according to prosecutors. The defense says any scheme was the creation of government agents who were embedded in the group. Jurors say today they want to look at evidence related to an explosive. Brandon Caserta, Adam Fox, Barry Croft Jr. and Daniel Harris are charged with kidnapping conspiracy other counts against some are related to weapons. Jennifer Kuiper, CBS News. A warning about a sweet Easter treat. Sweet cream, crispy wafers, and a whole lot of yum. Kinder says it is voluntarily recalling its Happy Moments chocolate assortment and its Kinder Mix chocolate treats basket after salmonella turned up in a manufacturing facility. Ferrero says it hasn't gotten any reports of illness. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. If you owe the IRS back taxes, then get ready to pay up. The IRS has giant private collection agencies actively tracking down folks who owe the IRS. So if you think dodging them was stressful in the past, it's going to get a whole lot tougher. Optima Tax Relief has this advice. Don't wait. Solve your tax problems now before it's too late. Optima Tax Relief works to stop the demand letters, stop the aggressive collection actions, and stop the IRS collectors from targeting you. Ask Optima about the Fresh Start Initiative, one of the biggest breaks the IRS has ever offered. If you qualify, you could save thousands, and nobody knows this program better than they do. Optima is A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau, and they get results, having resolved over a billion dollars of tax debt for their clients. Get a fresh start. Call today for your free consultation. Call 800-343-6460. 800-343-6460. 800-343-6460. Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. 
The Power 105 Easter Egg Hunt is back. Grab your friends on Friday, April 15th. Listen to 105.5 FM starting at 7 a.m. to hear clues that help you figure out each egg's hiding spot. All eggs will be hidden throughout Athens County. Take us with you and download the WXTQ Power 105 app so you can listen anywhere throughout the day or any day. Once you find an egg, head over to Texas Roadhouse from 4 to 6 p.m. to redeem your prize. Power 105's Easter Egg Hunt, April 15th. Happy hunting! Here at A Work of Heart, we have just received hundreds of pieces of beautiful brand new framed art and signs from our local artist, Dee Jones. These will be a welcome addition to your home as we head into spring. Tired of looking at the same old four walls? We also have added hundreds of newly designed gifts and signs that can be personalized on our two laser engravers. Need a gift for a wedding or for Mother's Day? These laser engravers make some of the unique gifts that will be treasured for a lifetime. How about a new attractive and inviting rug for your entryway, kitchen, or dining area? From five foot by eight foot down to two foot by three foot, we have a great new selection. Come see all the new items for your home here at A Work of Heart in Grand Central Mall, Vienna, West Virginia, or find us at aworkofheart.biz. Don't leave money on the table. FAFSA could help the journey to college be less of a financial burden. We also help with filling out FAFSA, so it's less stressful for you. Visit itsforyou.org to use free resources to get free federal student financial aid for college. Visit itsforyou.org to learn more. Sponsored by the Ohio Department of Higher Education. Aired by the Ohio Association of Broadcasters and this station. Hey, it's Randy. We're talking gas prices, NASCAR, and we'll take a peek inside the museum known as the Henry Ford. That's August March Friday afternoon at 106 on 970 WATH and 97.1 FM. Ohio Health presents the 10th annual Race for a Reason on April 22nd and 23rd. New this year is the Youth Splash and Dash for ages 7 to 15. Join us on Friday, April 22nd at the Ohio University Aquatic Center. Show us your skills and speed with a 100-meter swim and 1-kilometer run for ages 7 to 10, or a 200-meter swim and 2-kilometer run for ages 11 to 15. For more information to register, go to ohioraceforareason.org. The Ohio Health Race for a Reason. What's your reason? We've all got it, you know, that one crazy thing you've always wanted to do, that bucket list goal. Then, a cancer diagnosis, and that one thing still goes according to plan. I would know I'm getting my first tattoo right now, while my three beautiful daughters laugh hysterically at me. 58 years old, four years of cancer-free checkups at Ohio Health. Go ahead and get a picture, girls. You keep making plans. Visit ohiohealth.com slash keep making plans. Athens County cares about you. I'm Micah. Join me Tuesdays and Fridays at 10.06 on Classic Hits 970 AM and 971 FM WATH for discussions about essential information for seniors, such as nutrition, caregiving, mental health, Medicare, and all other relevant topics for seniors in Athens County and the surrounding areas. Athens County Cares, a project of United Seniors of Athens County, Tuesdays and Fridays at 10.06 a.m. on WATH. If you're a business owner, we know in spite of tough times, you still want to give your business all the financial protection it needs. This is Russ Norris with Matthews Insurance. In over 75 years, our business has been helping to protect Athens area businesses. Ohio Mutual and Matthews Insurance can provide you with the policy designed to serve your needs as well as fast and fair claims service and a great price too. Contact us today at 740-593-5573 or Google us. Matthews Insurance. Friendly, reliable, local. I-N-E-P-T Inept Tech 2468 Who do we appreciate? Oysters! Oysters! Ra, ra, ra! We're here on the campus of Inept Tech with Coach R. Turf. A lot of enthusiasm here today, Coach, and a big weekend coming up with your home opener against Cinema State. Well, that's right. You know, this here is one of them things that college football is all about. You know, letting classes out early, getting all the students out here to the stadium. Here we are at the half shell having this pep rally going on, getting ready for the first 
home ball game of the season. It's going to be the first conference ball game of the season. Everybody's looking forward to it. Enthusiasm's high, and boy, we're ready to go get them. I'm sure this is going to inspire your team to their first win of the year. Well, that's right. You see all them boys over there on the bench. Somebody wake up Simmons over there. Uh, he needs to get inspired just like the rest of us boys. Simmons, he's the one who scored your uh, points last week, wasn't it? Well, that's right. He was the one responsible for our field goals, and that's caused the NCAA to come up with a special category. You know, they usually uh, credit field goal kickers with field goals, and I bet he's the first holder in NCAA football history to get credit for a field goal. We were talking about your game plan against Cinema State yesterday, Coach, and there is a big revenge factor in this ball game, so I'm sure you've come up with a good game plan for this contest. Well, that's right. You know, we think that we got three keys to victory, and that is lights, camera, action. Sounds like an interesting game plan. We'll get into that a little bit more with Coach Art Turf right after we pause for this message. And the Art Turf Show today on this TGIFF Friday is proudly sponsored by Kaopectate. For what ails ya? <laughs> Why'd you say two F's? Finally, Friday. Oh. Okay. Here on campus with Coach Art Turf. And Coach, before we took our break a moment ago, you were telling me you had a three-way game plan that you're going to use against Cinema State this weekend. Well, that's right. Lights, camera, action, three parts to the game plan. That first part is the lights. You know, we uh, we are uh, going to play the ball game at night because they used to play in all their ball games in the daytime over at the Cinema State. You know, they matinee folks. So we're hoping really that the lights are going to be working tomorrow. And, and secondly, uh, camera part of it, we're planning on picking up our first victory of the season this week. And uh, we want to be sure and preserve this uh, victory for the history. And so we want to make sure our cameras are working. And, and thirdly and lastly and, and certainly most importantly is the action part of it. We want the boys to go out there and perform to their best for the game plan. They want, we want them to be in action so we can pick up our first victory of the season. Well, certainly a lot of enthusiasm here on campus, Coach, and we wish you the best of luck against Cinema State. Well, we got a special treat for the fans coming up. Why don't you tell them about it? The Inept Tech Glee Club will be here to sing the school song, so let's listen. Take it away, folks. I-N-E-P-T, Inept Tech, two, four, six, eight, who do we appreciate? Oysters, oysters, raw, 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 we are the mighty fans for the next thrill-packed interview with the head coach of the Fighting Oysters of Inept Tech, the coaching legend in his own mind, the one and only Coach Art Turf. That's right, it is a weekend. Good times for you and me. And everyone. Beautiful sunshine this morning. Look at it out there. Forty one degrees, sort of cloudy. They say later in the day we may expect some uh, rain showers. But by that time it'll be 50 degrees. Back looking at the weekend, they say rain showers are possible both today and tomorrow. But Sunday 59 and sunny, and Monday 75. 76 on Tuesday, 76 on Wednesday, 78 on uh, Thursday, but each day there's a mention of maybe just a touch of rain. So, um, <coughs> you know, what, what can we say? It sounds great. We can say tis April. Tis April. 
April showers. Today is the April 8th date. And um, let's see, when you look at the National Day calendar, it says today is National All is Ours Day. All is ours day. Sounds kind of selfish to me. A little bit. Yeah. It's National Zoo Lovers Day. Gotta love that. National Impana Impanada Impanada Day. Empanada. Empanada. Okay, what's an empanada? An empanada is a pastry. Oh, I was going to say, is that a food? Yeah. Okay. It uh, is like the the word empanada means to wrap or coat in a flaky breading or a crust or something like that. You could deep fry it, kind of like a hand pie, like I mentioned. You can put anything in it, meat, cheese, vegetables, fruit, fruit fillings. You can put anything in there you want. Okay. So a few things listed today I thought I'd bring in yesterday's list, too. So on April 7th, yesterday, it was National Girl Me Too Day. you got to look that up. National Girl Me Too Day. National Beer Day. Now, remember that as we go through this. National Burrito Day. National No Housework Day. National Coffee Cake Day. And National Alcohol Screening Day. See, now National Beer Day and National Alcohol Screening Day. I thought that was interesting. They were both mm. on the same day. Mm-hmm. Okay, so w- what's National Girl Me Too Day? Well, it was, it's kind of a movement, so to speak. National Girl Me Too Day is observed on April 7th each year. The day celebrates the strength and endurance of women of all ages and the progress that they have made together. Every woman can be a source of inspiration, neighbors, shopkeepers, sisters, even strangers. And the women in our lives inspire us to be better and overcome our struggles. The day also reminds women that they have all carried similar burdens and struggles, and that help is only a call away. By uplifting each other, the day helps to mend the past and allows for a better future for generations to come. Amen mm-hmm. for that one. Good one. All right, historically speaking, let's see what we've got. On this leave date the past behind, right where it belongs. Say what? I said with that, leave the past behind, right where it belongs. So we don't it, need to bring up historical events? Oh, well, we can, yeah, because that won't change. But I'm talking about individual okay. struggles okay. and maybe burdens, albatrosses, things that are detrimental to our moving forward in our future. You know, I've had counseling once in a while, and, you know, a phrase that you hear once in a while is, just let it go. You know what I mean? Yep, easier said than done. Yes, that's true, but here is a professional, uh, psychologist, whatever you want to call him, saying, just let it go. Yep, that's right. And then uh, I've always said, too, don't let it define your future or don't let it define the person you are or that you could be or that you would like to be. There's a new thing on the wall here, and it's a, it's a sketch <laughs> that I think Liz did. She did. Isn't it cool? Well, yeah. I mean, it's really cute. So it's a picture of, an, uh, of a dog. Really cute dog. A really cute dog uh, standing next to a, a nice radio. A boom box. Yep. Okay. And she's labeled the the dog as being Scott. <laughs> Is she over there? Yeah. Yeah, she's I think she might be chatting at the moment. I'm not sure. Okay. No, she's not. Well, 
it's it's just really cute drawing. It is. She must have been thinking about me. <laughs> and I asked her, is there any meaning to that? And she said, no, I was just drawing that picture. She's a really good artist. Well, we may have to delve into that a little bit for the station's way. purposes. Yeah, but I like I like the paw. Did you notice the paw in the front of the boom box there maybe turning up the volume? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> On 970 or 97.1 FM. <laughs> yeah, well, while we're on that topic, folks, um, we're pleased to, and of course you've noticed, our signal is much cleaner now. We uh, did find a problem with um, oh, some telephone lines that were um, connecting our stuff together because we're all spread out here. We have... Like our FM tower is up on Peach Ridge. Our AM tower is out on Armitage Road. Our radio stations here on Columbus Road. And um, the way we tie all of this together is with real high, fancy quality, 24-hour-a-day phone lines. And uh, indeed, we had we found some problems. So this hum that you may have experienced occasionally this week um, we got it we got rid of most of it on one side yesterday and then got rid of the rest of it sometime later yesterday anyway glad to have a good clean signal again yeah uh, so anyway on this day of April 8th in history Oh, mercy. The pronunciation. Ayatatha, Ayatatha Kingdom falls to the Burmese invaders. This is in 1676. Um, I'm sure I did not do uh, pronunciation justice there. 1886, William Edward Gladstone introduces the first Irish Home Rule Bill into the British House of Commons. 1898, the Battle of Atbara River. Anglo-Egyptian forces crush 6,000 Sudanese. And by crush, I assume they mean defeated lots of uh, annihilation yeah yeah. 1913 the opening of China's first parliament takes place in Peking now Beijing in 2004 the Darfur conflict the humanitarian ceasefire agreement is signed by the Sudanese government and two rebel interesting if you're in this business long enough you find yourself talking now about something in history that you actually reported on live when it was happening yeah or you can recall it happening yeah where you were what you were doing maybe okay let's see here uh, famous uh, birthdays right we got four of them to mention <coughs> Two of them uh, are already passed. Two are still living. Ponce, or should I say Juan Ponce de Leon. Whichever you prefer. Well, I think I'll do the whole thing. Juan Ponce de Leon. He was a Spanish explorer and conquistador known for leading the first official European expedition to Florida and serving as the first governor of Puerto Rico. Now, he was born in 1460. He died in 1521. Mary Pickford. Mary was born in 1892. She died in 1979. Mary Pickford. Very well-known actress. Gladys Marie Smith, known professionally as Mary Pickford. 
was a Canadian-American film actress and producer with a career that spanned five decades. Some of her movies include Hollywood from 1923, Coquette from 1929, mm-hmm. The Poor Little Rich Girl from 1917, Pollyanna from 1920, and Little Annie Rooney from 1925. She was also in Daddy Long Legs, My Best Girl, and uh, wow, a plethora mm-hmm. of others. Rosita. Tess of the Storm, The Taming of the Shrew. Mary Pickford. Yes. All right, two living uh, to mention today. Robert Allen Litchfield, who is celebrating his 74th birthday today. And um, Litchfield is L-I-T-C-H-F-I-E-L-D. Robert Allen Litchfield. Robert Allen Litchfield. Hmm. That's interesting. There are many of them coming up. Let's try again. Is A Allen A L A N? E N. A L one L or two L's? Two two L's E N. He must be a mystery. He, 37-year-old Robert Allen Litchfield, is also known as the Blockhouse Bandit. No, wait a minute. You say he's <laughs> currently 37? That's what it says if it's the same one. No. What year was he born? It says today is his 74th birthday. 74th. So another Robert Allen Litchfield. Could be. I don't know. It's, it's coming up a blank. Well, there he is. Um, oh, well, let's see. <laughs> yep, it's that guy. He uh, is one of the ten most wanted by the FBI fugitives during the 1980s. <laughs> Age, 74 years old. Why would he make famous birthdays? I, apparently, he's maybe still on the run. Or, I, that's all that gives me. I mean, that's if all that's right. the same one. Now let's just move <laughs> on. Robin Wright, not as in wrong, but Wright with a W. And uh, she's 56 today. I She looks familiar to me. Robin Wright is an American actress. Robin Gale Wright is an American actress and director. She has won a Golden Globe Award and a Satellite Award, has received 11 Emmy Awards for nominations for her work in television. Wright first gained attention for her role in the NBC daytime soap opera Santa Barbara as Kelly Capwell from 1984 to 1988. Some of her movies and TV shows include House of Cards, Forrest Gump, The Princess Bride, and Land. You know, there was a guy I worked with for a long time, Deidre Owens. Just see if she shows up. She was a soap, um, she was on many soap operas. What's her name? Deidre Owens. And, um, These were well-known major network type um, afternoon sitcoms. Not sitcoms. What am I trying to say? Um, Movies? Documentaries? No, no, no. Soap operas? Soap operas. That's the term. Does she show up? Deirdre Owens. She's trying to. Um, Let's see. Born July 2nd, 1928. Do you think that might have been her? Yes, could be. She was an actress known for Hallmark Hall of Fame in 1951, The Twilight Zone in 1959, and One Step Beyond in 1959. She passed 
in New York City on November 16th, 2010. He was a good friend. Okay, well, just that was curiosity there. Um, I guess I'm done with this report. We'll put this away somewhere over there, I guess. Let's, um, let's take a moment and see what's going on in the world. It is after we, after all what we've said before. It's Friday, April 8th. And, um, of course, the news is covering the newest member of our Supreme Court. They go on to say a groundbreaking fossil discovery and much more. So, Kenji Ketenji Brown Jackson confirmed. The Senate confirmed Judge Kentanji Brown Jackson, 53 to 47, to the U.S. Supreme Court. They did so yesterday. Senator Susan Collins, who's a Republican from Maine, Lisa Murkowski, likewise a Republican but from Arkansas, and Mitt Romney, a Republican from Utah, joined all 50 Democrats to approve Jackson, who becomes the, the high court's first black female justice. Well, let's see. Jackson, who's 51, previously served as a public defender and trial judge before serving as a federal appeals court judge there in Washington, D.C., that is. Jackson will fill the vacancy left by Justice Stephen Breyer's departure at the end of the current term, with the court maintaining a 6-3 to three conservative majority. Separately, the Senate voted 100-0 to zero to revoke most favored nations trade status from Russia and Belarus. The House followed with a 420 to 3 vote. This move means the U.S. may now level various tariffs on imports from the two countries. So... see how that all turns out. Another story, the day the dinos died. Fossils from dinosaurs killed on the day a massive asteroid struck the planet millions of years ago may have been unearthed. According to the new claims from scientists, uh, the find would represent a stunning paleontological um, discovery in the first remains recovered from the event that triggered the extinction of most dinosaur species on Earth. Caller, stand by. I'll just finish a, a paragraph here. The specimens were uncovered in a fossil-rich region of the southwest North Dakota area about 66 million years ago. Scientists believe a roughly six-mile-wide asteroid struck Earth just off the Yucatan Peninsula. Despite being almost 1,900 miles away, the impact is believed to have sent tidal waves crashing up into the interior western seaway, which split the continent during the Cretaceous period. 
last bit on this says the site reportedly contains a number of clues to the event, including fish fossils with minerals linked to the impact location. The conclusions are part of a three-year dig captured in a documentary set to air on April 15th, which in turn was spurred by a 2019 expose. All right. Now, we have a caller. Good morning. Good morning. Um, the first thing is we out here in your audience would like to know how are your dogs. Okay. Thank you for asking. Yeah, hope is much better, acting much more normal. And uh, it, it was only hope that was amiss. Um, um, oh, shucks. <laughs> I'm forgetting. <laughs> oh, Foley. Yeah, there it goes. Foley's just fine. But hope, hope was acting oddly. And we went and, um, <clears throat> let me say, $4,000 later. Yes. I understand that. Um, had thorough results. Um, everything checked out okay. They just feel it was uh, a muscles, uh, sore muscles. And um, so <laughs> she's getting some medications, and they wanted to make sure they were just the right medications. That's why we got as many tests as we did. And she's doing much better. We're glad to hear that. Yep. Yeah, because you know they greet you when you when you walk down the street. Well, they nice. greet you is one way of saying it. Yeah. Well, it's it, you know a lot of dogs greet you. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, they and bark stuff. is what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, yeah. they're saying hi to you. Yeah. You know, I've seen little stickers on people's car that says "My dog says hi." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I wanted to correct one thing. Help uh, me. Uh, Senator Mikowski, she is not from Arkansas, and you'd never get a yes vote from Arkansas. She's from Alaska. Oh, AK, yes, you're right. I see the abbreviation here. I misspoke. Yes, Lisa Murkowski, folks, was one of the uh, uh, three Republican votes that um, uh, supported this change, this addition. Long overdue, long overdue to see a black female on the court. And, and uh, Alaska is absolutely right. My mistake. Anyway, I also wanted to say something because I did see a little bit something on public television last night. You were talking about the dinosaurs. These yes. were just buried, uh, just uh, sand over them and things like that. And they also they found a dinosaur with its scales and so on. Wow. Often we just find the bones, you know. Yes. Paleontologist. And... Um, it was kind of exciting to see that. So, of course, they've got to prove this, that, and the other thing. It's like, you know, you can't go out there and just bury one of those things and say, well, you know, we found this. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I think it's I think it's fantastic, and we're still learning more. And who knew that you could get a tsunami that far into the continent? Well, when North, a... When North a South Dakota somewhere it was found, right? When a six-mile-wide um, thing strikes the earth, Mm-hmm. It's going to have an impact. You you got to know that. And um, even though it was 1,900 miles away from this area. Right. Oh, well. Well, we're learning more and more uh, all about, so it does violate the, the, the notion in the Bible, but, you know, let's not say that on this program. <laughs> okay. Thank you very much. You bet. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Um... Let's see here. Let's change topics a little bit. Uh, I have another report here that says jobless claims fall again. It goes on. An estimated 166,000 Americans filed initial unemployment claims last week. That's down nearly 5,000 claims from the previous week. And better than analyst projections, which had been in the neighborhood of 200,000. But the, uh, the actual number, 166,000. They go on. It is the lowest figure since November of 68. 
and the second lowest since weekly reports began in January of 67. That's, that's a pretty good story. Well, they go on to say the decline shows employers are limiting layoffs in a tight labor market. Forgive my new phone. By the way, I got a new phone, and I haven't quite figured out how to silence everything yet. Anyway, roughly 1.8 job openings are available for every unemployed worker. The unemployment rate stood at 3.6% in March, just above the pre-pandemic level of 3.5. It goes on, nearly 4.4 million workers left their jobs in February, a number that has held steady as employers try to fill job openings. And the last point about this, the figure represents the third consecutive week that new claims were below 200,000. All right. Hey, let's talk about Tiger for a minute. Okay. I'm, I'm hoping you have um, more knowledge than I do. All I've heard is it's exciting. Yeah, the f- anytime Tiger plays, it's the TV ratings go up. I mean, instantly. And when he doesn't make the final cut, which has happened before, the the TV network does not like that. Mm-hmm. But he is playing in the Masters, uh, first major he's played in since the horrific accident he suffered. Uh, what probably I think fourteen months ago I want to say. Uh, yeah. over a year I, yeah. I think it is but uh, anyway he was near near amputation of his leg from what the medical reports are saying uh, that his leg was injured so bad but uh, he says he feels fine and he is as sore as he expected to be and the biggest challenge for him he says is walking that entire course as you know uh, golf carts are not permitted in the major golf tournaments. Uh, So the players are required to walk the entire course when they play. But he finished uh, yesterday's round at one under par, which he is uh, tied with many others for, I think, right around ninth or tenth place right now. Well, uh, he's tied with um, for 11th. Yeah, somebody knew was right in there somewhere. And um, that's after round one. Yeah. So, I mean, the leader is not too far ahead of him easily within catching and overtaking distance for Tiger if he can still play to his uh, capabilities and his potential uh, like before the accident but you know that remains to be seen now he did if I remember correctly uh, make a 29 foot birdie putt on a par 3 hole yesterday which uh, he is one of the great putters of the game, and uh, that was quite a shot that he made right there. Incidentally, if you're not a golfer, a par three hole means you have three shots to make par, which is considered the standard amount of shots to get to this hole to finally get the ball in the hole. And he made it in two shots, which therefore is described as a birdie. If he would have gone three shots, it would have been a par. If he would have gone four shots, it would have been a bogey. Some golf lingo there today. But he's playing pretty well. Um, His swing, to me, from what I saw, looks pretty much like the old Tiger we've seen for years. He looked very normal to me. Yeah, but that, that right leg of a golfer has tremendous torque on it through a swing as powerful as his. Mm. Any golfer, for that matter, but especially Tiger, he puts so much power and strength from his uh, lower body into a swing that it it has tremendous uh, tension on on the muscles and the makeup of his knee, his leg, things like that. So he suffered a knee injury 
what, uh, a couple what of years is, ago. Which tournament is this? I'm sorry? What tournament is Oh, this, this is the Masters Okay, in, in Augusta, in Georgia. Augusta. Yeah. Yep. It's the granddaddy of them all, as they say. This is the big one. And it's always early in the year. Eh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. April each year. Let's do a little trivia. <clears throat> okay. Now, most of these trivia questions, <clears throat> I get them daily. And I don't even particularly like the website. But I've learned how to work around just the parts I want to see. <laughs> what do you, that you don't like the website, but you go back there. <laughs> well, they, they send these things to me automatically. Yeah. And a lot of them just are... Oh, my goodness. Too, yeah. Too thin. and I get pounded with emails. Okay. Like you. And you know, recently I've started to unsubscribe to a lot of stuff. Yeah, likewise. It seems like I only... It just means the next day I get twice as much. I swear it. Yeah. So I'm really getting a little frustrated. But anyway, here we go. So here's a trivia question. How many stocks are followed in the Dow Jones Industrial Average. Okay, is it 15, 30, 50, or 100? Okay, now for some reason or other, my stupid as it is, I just assumed they were all covered. You know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. But it turns out that was not at all the case. So, when you hear at the end of the day, um, Stuart Goldsberry's office stock report, right? Yeah. Which, Goldsberry Wealth Management. Which we, um, which we air each day. Uh, they give you the Dow Jones Industrial Average. Now, how many stocks are there? Thousands, right? Oh, 30, probably close to 35,000. Okay. How many do you think are used to make up that average? Well, I happen to know this. Actually, It's I think it's pretty sure it's 30. You're right. Yeah. You're absolutely right. I did not know. The Dow Jones Industrial Average is a stock market index that tracks the price-weighted performance of a set, a, a select set of stocks. In particular, it tracks 30 blue-chip stocks that collectively represent some of the most valuable companies in the U.S. economy. It was created by Charles Dow, Remember the Dow Jones average, all that stuff? Oh, yeah. The editor of the Wall Street Journal and the co-founder of the Dow Jones and Company. Yeah. And named after him and his business associate, statistician Edward Jones. When the market is said to be headed up or down, it is typically referred to the Dow Jones Industrial Okay, so what percentage of people do you think knew the right answer? Um, Ten. Thirty-six percent. We do have a caller. It's uh, get the switch just right. Good morning. Tickety-poo. Tickety-poo. <laughs> I just wanted to wish you guys a good weekend and have a great time. I am very much looking forward to this weekend. I This has been a difficult week for uh, Pat and myself. And I, think I, I think I told you earlier this week, like uh, I think it was Monday night, we didn't get any sleep. We were with the uh, animal up at the um, 24-hour veterinary clinic in um, Canal Winchester. Uh-huh. And then there were a couple other things that just made this week very difficult. So uh, we are very much looking forward to the weekend. 
Oh, definitely. Yeah, it's yeah. it's it's tough taking care of baby animals. Yeah, but they're better now. Well, that's think that's good. Yeah. I'm thankful. And uh, we even had some um, some uh, medical appointments for my wife, and those are looking good too. That's so, great. I'm great to hear. Yes, sir. Look, I lost my. I had a, a bull massive pit. He was 14 years old when he passed away. And How long ago was this, Don? A couple of years. Yeah, you just don't get over it, do you? No, you don't. I'm still at night time. You know, sometimes at night I'll wake up, think I hear him coming down the hallway, wanting yeah. to go out and use the bathroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It don't get easy. We have um, our little Doxy, who Scott will remember, was sometimes uh, come into the studio with me and sit right underneath my feet. Oh, yeah. Opie. Yeah, we shared breakfast in here yeah. a few times. Opie, um, frankly, I mean, when you think of the, 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 the structure of the animal, he, he broke his back. Wow. Yeah, and we lost him. Yeah, my, mine, he, uh, he had cancer of the brain. Oh my! Yeah, he uh, at one time he's he was up to 120 pounds. That's a big one. Yeah, he's a big boy. He was a big boy. <laughs> he was gentle. I, he's gentle giant. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he uh, we called him. His name was Hawk. Hawk. Like and he got along with everybody where I used to live before I moved to my new place, except for three people. Fed walked by the sidewalk, <laughs> going to the apartment. He'd raise up a deep growl and a little bit of hair he had on his back would raise up. I'm thinking, well, I knew who it is. <laughs> mm -hmm. Only three people he did it to. It's an, was, interesting that three particular passing by personalities would get that kind of reaction. Yeah, well, I always heard a dog has an instinct on good and bad. Yeah. And I believe it. All but right. He, he had to, with me being good, he had to. Oh, yeah. They have thousands, yeah. of million, if not millions, of sensors on their nose. They're so small that they, I'm guessing that he had to get a whiff of them before they showed up or oh, when they walked by. There's the sight of them. Yeah, that too. Yeah. They can, you know, they see him coming from far. You know, our, our guys go outside every so often, and they can see... We're at an intersection, you might say. Right. And so they can look in three different directions for people coming. And um, they, they, their bark is largely, hi, I want to see you. But um, once in a while you can hear it a little different. Yeah, a neighbor got a, a new puppy, and, and I was out there with him, and he brought his puppy out. And, He's playing with him like a little kid. Yeah. 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 And I'm thinking, that's not even an appetizer for you, bud. <laughs> now, Sky, if you, I, I don't know if you've heard Sky in the afternoons here. Yeah, I've met her, her and her dog. Uh, okay, well, guess what? She has a new dog. Huh? She has a new additional dog. Oh, I didn't know that one. Yeah, this uh, I met him for the first time yesterday. And... Uh, I, I like rhubarb a lot, which she's had for a while. Uh huh. But this new dog is really cool. So, um, and as I understand it, she simply was going through a fast food store, um, picking up a, um, a, a, a an order from the window, you know. Uh huh. And the woman who was at that store saw that she had this really small dog already. And said, I have to find a home for mine. And out of that, they met, and boom. Wow. Yeah, kind of cool. Yeah, it is. Okay. All right. Y'all have a great great day and a weekend, and talk to you later. Likewise. Thank you, Don. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Okay, let's see here. What was my next thing here? Okay. Now, you've all heard of the Nobel Peace Prize. A very honorable thing, right? 
Did you know that? So here's the question. The man who established the Nobel Peace Prize also invented what? Now here were your here are your four things to pick from. The electric chair, dynamite, atomic bomb, or instant coffee. So, of course, we're talking about Alfred, Alfred Nobel. Well, I'm going to say since he was a chemist, yeah. um, I'm going to go with the uh, dynamite. You are correct. You are correct. But how, you know, what an odd thing to have the Nobel Peace Prize named after you, and then you have invented dynamite. Yeah. You know? That's that's what I was getting yeah. at. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's used for a lot of lot of uh, positive things, too. Earth moving, creation of different things that make life a little easier for us. I'm thinking of roadways, building new roadways, highways. Yeah. Have to blast through different areas. And then you get the environmentalists that say, don't blast those things. Um, you have a favorite song you'd like to play to leave our show this morning? Uh, there's one up there if you would like to engage it. Uh, I'm not sure how long it is. Two. Oh, Booker T and the MG. Yeah, that's a good one. Yes, indeed. You need to... Uh, And let's see here. I think Scott was going to remind me that I need to say something. I think you're right. That's exactly what I was going to say. Give me the first syllable. Uh, yeah. Yabba dabba do. <laughs> it's a Friday, folks. Want you to have a marvelous weekend out there. I think we got some Ohio baseball and softball action. Even track and field, I think. Stay safe this weekend. Enjoy the weather. Get some yard work done. And we'll see you on Monday. In our 72nd year of serving Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. WATH FM's. CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. Video from Russia's defense ministry of what it claims is a missile strike on a Ukrainian military target in the eastern Luhansk region. Yeah. But the Kremlin is denying responsibility for a deadly attack on a train station packed with thousands of people trying to escape. Correspondent Holly Williams. <laughs> 
in Kramatorsk this morning, Ukraine says more than 30 people were killed by a Russian rocket attack. At this train station, it's being used to evacuate civilians from eastern Ukraine. Their bodies left crumpled beside their suitcases. Officials say at least four children are among the dead. The U.S. Embassy in Kyiv calls the attack one more atrocity committed by Russia in Ukraine. President Zelensky has been critical of NATO's response to the war, repeatedly calling for more military support. He sat down with 60 Minutes' Scott Pelley. We are defending the ability of a person to live in the modern world. They say we're defending Western values, and I always say, well, what are Western values? Full interview Sunday on CBS. In Washington, President Biden will host a ceremony to mark Ketanji Brown-Jackson's historic confirmation to the Supreme Court. She'll become the first black woman justice. CBS's Nicole Killian. Judge Jackson will appear with President Biden and Vice President Harris later today at the White House. She will replace retiring Justice Stephen Breyer, but she's not expected to be sworn in until after he steps down at the end of the Supreme Court's term this summer. New setback for trans children in the South. CBS's Jim Crisula. Alabama lawmakers have approved sweeping legislation that would outlaw transgender youth's access to gender-affirming medications. They also approved a measure that would require students to use bathrooms corresponding to their sex at birth. They also passed a bill to limit instruction of gender and sexual identity in early grades. The first completely privately funded and crewed mission to the International Space Station will lift off from Kennedy Space Center shortly. Mission Commander Michael Lopez-Alegria tells CBS News. This is something that is the full experience, and I think that there will be an ever-increasing appetite for that. The four-person crew plans 